I get a lot of questions from actors about demos. What should go on your demo? Do I need a demo? What's the best way to decide what material should go on my demo? Well, we're going to tackle that question. This is called Memo for Demos. Stay tuned. This is Casting Actors Cast. For another episode of Casting Actors Cast, insights for actors from a casting director. Here he is, your host, Jeffrey Dreisbach. Well, hello and welcome to today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm casting partner Jeffrey Dreisbach with the McCorkle Group in New York City. How are you? Hope you're having a good day. I'm having a really good day. Excited to share with you about demos. I'm going to try my best in a very short period of time to give you as much information as I can about demos. You know what? We're still in a strike. The SAG after strike is still going on. But I think it's really valuable to have many, many ducks in a row because when that strike is over, and I promise you it's going to get over, it's going to get done, it's going to be resolved, you need to be ready. And one of the ways that you can be ready is to really analyze and take a look about the material that you feel may or may not be right for putting a demo together. After all, if you're looking for an agent or a manager, um, Casting directors will often ask for a demo, so wouldn't it be a good idea to know what works and perhaps maybe even what doesn't work? But first, this is that moment of the podcast where I get to say thank you so much for tuning in. I invite you to check out the website, castingactorscast, all one word, dot com. There you're going to find a lot of information about the patios, the podcast videos. You can check us out on YouTube as well. Um, Casting Actors Cast channel on YouTube. But listen... If you go to the website, there's a form that says dive into the talent pool. And if you do that, it's going to open up some freebies for you. It's a book that I wrote on voiceover work called Conversation Pieces Out of the Studio, the voiceover workshop for professional actors. There's also a a free, absolutely free 20-minute video you can play right there called Casting Secrets, What They Don't Tell You. And I'm going to tell you in this free 20-minute video All I want to do is to grow and develop a like-minded audience of actors who are interested in the up-to-date information and to be a community of like-minded folks that are really interested in expanding our knowledge together. That's the whole point of doing this. And now my shout out to my good friends at Actors Connection, actorsconnection.com slash New York. Um, Hello to my good friends, Colleen and Tony. Please check out actorsconnection.com for classes and workshops and seminars, all kinds of great stuff going on at actorsconnection.com slash New York. All right, let's jump into this memo for demos. So this is my memo to you as you start evaluating what should be on your demo. Perhaps you might even have put something together. The suggestions I'm making you could use as a filter to see if you can improve the work that you already might have. The best clips, I think, for your demo, for your demo reel, are ones that are, of course, clearly number one, focus on you. Also, that last no more than about 30 seconds. A single clip of 30 seconds is about as much 
attention span as a viewer will give you. <laughs> and so that's why you really want to evaluate how long is that particular clip. Now you want to assemble several clips together. You don't really need more than a minute, maybe two max if you have a lot of excellent work. Number three, have a clear beginning, middle, and end in your demo, in the scene, individual scene choices that you have. And number four, have as many high production values um, in any clip that you choose. The higher the production value, the better off that demo looks and feels for the viewer. This is especially true for audio. I think the number one issue I have when I'm looking at created demos or demos of um, smaller independent films or maybe even college films is the audio quality. So I think you should look for scenes which really show, how do I say this? Well, I'm going to tell you, they really show stakes and relationships high stakes and interesting relationships with the other character in the scene. And two, could fulfill a character breakdown. So you know that the breakdown is something that casting directors send out to agents and managers, to reps of talent, when they have a description of what they are actually looking for. If you have some material that could fulfill that kind of character in a breakdown, then that's definitely a scene that should go on your demo. Why? Because it's being asked for. So the similar qualities that you might have already shot would be useful information. You should know that casting directors, myself included, will edit an actor's demo if there is material that isn't really right or close for what I'm casting, or if it's spot on. This is a very similar kind of character, and that might get edited in just to show the producer and director that you are capable of achieving this level of performance. So what I mean by all of that is a scene where you're just taking a restaurant order as a waiter or waitress person, or as a grocery checkout person, it really honestly doesn't really do much for you. It really doesn't help me see your acting. And so I have a lot of these kind of do's and don'ts in my head, but more importantly, I'd rather share with you what not to do on your demo in the hopes that you'll take these not really great things that I've actually seen on demos and incorporated into your work only because it serves as a distraction and doesn't really get me to what I need as a casting director in order to cast you. So here's a don't list. Don't add a scene to your reel when you're an extra, whether you're featured or otherwise that doesn't serve uh, you and it certainly doesn't help us see that you are capable of acting. Even if it's specialty uh, featured material, you're still, you're still, honestly, you're still an extra. You're still somebody who has maybe some interesting business or a piece of business. Now, it also doesn't matter if someone famous is in your scene. Um, it doesn't really matter. Agents and managers and casting directors, pretty much everyone needs to see what you can do with dialogue. So that's a big don't. If it's just a quick cut to your face 
or you're delivering a line of one or two probably forgettable uh, exposition, that is also something to leave out. Listen, I don't mean any disrespect here. Yes, it's awesome that you booked the role, but essentially it's only one step above being an extra. If you have nothing else, then honestly, yeah, yeah, use the clips like these. But as soon as you have anything more of substance, swap those in. Adding quick cuts and one-liners will just simply dilute your brand. This might come a little harsh, and I apologize in advance, but maybe the film clip that you have is just simply, well, it's not very good. Now, this could be because of low production values, especially if the sound is bad, or maybe your co-stars are chewing up the scenery, and or maybe it just wasn't your best day on the set. We've already seen the character. If your first clips are like an angry mom or a brave soldier and a conniving politician, <laughs> we don't need to see those characters again. This is very important. Once you've demonstrated your ability to play a character, move on to the next character as soon and as quickly as possible on your demo. Now, listen, the exception to this is if you're assembling a character reel. In other words, you've perhaps had the good fortune of having a lead role in a film or television project, and you could simply edit the arc of your character in multiple scenes by assembling a bunch of clips. That might be a really great demo, especially if you're putting together a bunch of clips of you playing a cop or a bunch of clips by you being a doctor. Assembling those, that makes you even castable in those areas. So that is actually a good thing to do. Also stay away, and another don't, is if the clip is more of a look than a scene. For example, um, just a, a look of you turning into the other character's face or just little bit, bits of moments or just takes or reaction shots. They're really, really not that useful for your reel without the context of the scene. If it's from a stage play or sketch or stand-up, you know what? Those aren't really considered demo material. Now, these all involve separate skills from on-camera acting, but it should be part of their own reels or really standalone clips on your website. Your demo reel should consist of TV and film projects because that's what casting directors will be using them for. If it's a filmed audition or, or if it's classwork, the lighting and sound are typically very, very bad. And if your reader or scene partner is terrible or even just mediocre, that will reflect even more poorly on you. So my suggestion is to stay away from in-class work. If it's from a while ago, if it's a little outdated, your scenes that you put in your demo now need to reflect what you look like right now. If you've done something many years ago, it's probably not a good idea to put it on your demo reel. Otherwise, 
Really, the casting director is not going to be really happy at the 35-year-old with the dad bod who shows up in the session when they were expecting a 25-year-old hunk with a (laughs) six-pack. You get what I'm talking about. Is your footage in the old 4x3 standard definition format? If so, then it's too old to include. It goes against your brand. I'm sorry, but better not to have that included and representing you than to just omit it, fingers crossed, and hopefully when you start booking things again, you will be able to start putting and assembling another demo together. Now, this is a tricky one and touches on what's going to be its own podcast in the future. However, it's really important for you to know how you're perceived by others and that your demo reflects those perceptions. When you have assembled that material together and you've done it in a really clever and interesting way that maintains interest and attention by the viewer, then you have an excellent demo. The biggest thing I would caution against is for there to be desperation about needing a demo. I believe quite sincerely that the demo is just a one kind of tool in your toolkit. It is not the answer to your prayers as far as representation is concerned or as far as future bookings are concerned. Here's why. Most of the time and most of the projects that we are casting, for example, the film projects, even though many are on hold, we are working on some projects that have received waivers from SAG-AFTRA. So we are actually still casting some, some film and, of course, theater still going on. But in reality, it's so much easier for us to send you a scene that you do as a self-tape then it is to take the time to scrutinize a demo that doesn't really, how do I say this, butter the bread. And so that seems to be much more valuable for our casting director. It's not that we don't appreciate you've done professional work, but it's really kind of important that you have work that reflects who and um, your technique as an actor now. That makes much more of an impact. And suffice it to say that we are happy to send you, if we're interested in working with you, sending you sides that you put on a self-tape together. And that is also why I think it's of vital importance to make sure your self-tape, the way that you shoot your audition scenes is as good as you can possibly make it. So I know this is about demos and the the what not to do on a demo, but equally important is the alternative is a really well-constructed audition from the project that the casting director is actually working on. Consider this as well. Even though a lot of agents are not looking for new talent right now, if the agent happens to say, well, do you have a reel? Because that's kind of a standard default question now. You could say, I've got something even better. I have my most recent audition with my the casting director for this film project. I'd like to show you. No decent agent is going to refuse that. Just don't say it's a demo reel. Say, this is my most recent self-submission for a film project from this particular casting director. And guess what? That's going to get the same kind of attention that you would get 
as if you had a first-rate reel. Now, I'm talking about if you're pursuing getting representation. So something to consider. Finally, auditions from and classwork should not go on your website unless you have permission to use that material. In other words, if it's a film project that's a new film project, don't put that on your website as an audition and then call it a demo reel. Also, I just caution many of the actors out there now that are putting down lots of money for a constructed demo reel. Those aren't demo reels at all. Those are called show reels. And they are, um, how do I say this nicely? Be very, very careful as you proceed putting a show reel together. That is that you hire a company and they shoot it and they put the right sound to it and they script it and they do all the work for you and try to make it look as if it's a legitimate project. Well, I can really tell very, very easily that it's not. Now, I'm not saying it's not useful. I'm saying use it appropriately for whatever the circumstance is that warrants it. Calling it a demo reel is a mistake. Now, listen, I hope that this has been helpful for you today. Please let me know. I invite you to send some feedback. Let me know if you have additional questions by going to castingactorscast.com. And right there, you can fill out that form and has also a place where you can ask me questions. If you want an email address, I got that too. You can simply go to castingactorscast at gmail.com. And please, listen, don't forget to check me out on YouTube. You can see how I look and you can kind of measure where I'm at emotionally from the length of my beard. <laughs> I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time on Casting Actors Cast. Please don't forget to review, like, and share Casting Actors Cast wherever you get your patios, podcast videos. Thanks. I'm Megan Grace Martinez.